It's the Real Estate Podcast, across every state, city and town of Australia. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio, also Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. Well, here we are once again, right back to where we started from, a Monday. And it's so true what Bob Geldof sang all those years ago, I don't like Mondays, and I don't. Too many things can go wrong on a Monday. That's been my experience, and we need that three-day weekend and kill the working Monday off once and for all. Wouldn't that be nice? Well, I hope you had a great weekend, so much so that it was good enough to forget it's even Monday. It is the 11th day of July for 2022. You're listening to the Real Estate Breakfast Podcast. And last week, we had the RBA cash rate rise. So we've been digesting that over the last few days. So coming up shortly, we are talking with the Chief Economist from the Commonwealth Bank. And I see in the history books today, David Bowie, I didn't know this, he released the single space oddity just nine days before Apollo 11 landed on the moon. I only found that out this morning. It happened on this day in 1969, and that has really surprised me. Grab your coffee and switch on your real estate breakfast every weekday morning from 6.30. It's the Main Centre Forecast with propertybuyer.com.au. All right, let's check on your weather around Australia. First, we look at Sydney, one or two showers on your Monday morning and expecting a high of 17 degrees. Melbourne expecting a cloudy day but mainly dry and 14 is your high. Brisbane also cloudy skies and 21. And in Perth, the big blue is back with sunshine and your top of 18 degrees. From first-home buyers to property investors and everything in between. Every morning on The Real Estate Podcast. Well, last week proved to be another bitter pill to swallow for mortgage borrowers with the RBA rate rise, who are not finished by a long stretch with more basis points increases. Already since May, it's gone up by 125 points. RBA Governor Philip Lowe says the size and the timing of future increases will be guided by incoming economic data and the board expects to take further steps in the process of normalising monetary conditions in Australia over the months ahead. So let's welcome to the Breakfast Podcast, Commonwealth Bank of Australia Chief Economist Stephen Halmarek. Good morning, Stephen. Welcome to the show. Good morning. My pleasure. Thank you. I'm wondering, has there been more of a busier time right now for economists around Australia jostling for position with trying to predict an unpredictable world in the middle of what is probably a volatile set of circumstances? Well, I've been a financial market economist for 36 years, so I've seen a few cycles over the years, and there's definitely been some times where it's been much busier than others, and and this is certainly one of them. And the RBA's 25 basis point rate increase in May, followed by two rises of 50 basis points in June and July, is the fastest acceleration of rates since 1994. So this hasn't happened for a long time, but a different set of circumstances, right? 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I was working actively in 1994 and the memory of the Reserve Bank increased interest rates by 275 basis points in just a few months. And of course, the interest rates were much higher than they are today. So it's a, a global increase in inflation and monetary policy needs to be tightening globally. And the Reserve Bank here in Australia is just part of that. And Philip Lowe said that it is reasonable for the cash rate to get to 2.5% at some point, the midpoint of its inflation target range. And I guess the fear potentially is that when we reach that 2.5%, what other factors might be at play? And are the goalposts constantly moving? What are your thoughts around that? Well, the real aim here for the Reserve Bank is to get inflation back down into the target range. As you said, 2.5% is the middle of the target range, so it's 2 to 3% on average. So the headline rate's currently 5.1% and heading higher, and so they need to get interest rates up to a point that brings inflation back down into the target range, and the higher interest rates do that by weakening demand. Uh, essentially, the way to think about it is people need to spend more of their income in servicing their mortgage so then they have less income to spend on everything else. The Reserve Bank is saying it probably will take the cash rate getting to at least 2.5% to do that. We actually think it'll be a little bit lower than that, uh, but certainly the inflation outlook is the, the key number the Reserve Bank is looking at. And I think that the CPA prefers a standard rise of 25 basis points. Uh, the big fixed rate home loan expiry schedule is for next year. It's getting closer and closer, Stephen. And I presume that factors into your thinking for 25% instead of 50 basis points? Well, yes, the Reserve Bank Governor described a 25 basis point move as business as usual after the first move in May. And then they proceeded to do two unusual moves of 50 basis points each for June and July. So we think that they will move back towards that 25 basis point move for August and September and November, uh, which will take the cash rate to 2.1%. There is a risk that they might have to do another 50 basis points in August if the June quarter inflation number, which we get on the 27th of July, is higher than expected. They may be uh, thinking that they might do another 50 basis points in August. But the, the big mortgage refinancing challenge that uh, is coming in 2023 is really the reason why we think the Reserve Bank won't need to increase the cash rate to 2.5% or indeed the 3.5% that's priced into markets because uh, essentially financial conditions, many Australian households will continue to tighten through 2023 without the Reserve Bank raising the cash rate any further because there's going to be a pretty large share of the Australian housing market or those with mortgages having to refinance off those super low fixed rates that they were able to get in late 2020, early 21, and refinance at what's now going to be considerably higher fixed rate or variable rates through 2023. Yeah, and I want to come back to that in just a moment. And I know that the stress testing is built in, but these are, as we said at the top, a set of unusual set of circumstances. If next month is another 50 basis points, even with people ahead of their repayments, not all are in that situation. It's going to get pretty tricky to balance the household budgets, right? 
Yeah, that's exactly right. So there'll be a large number of Australians with a mortgage who will now have to be increasing their monthly repayments to service their home loan, either now or in the months ahead as interest rates continue to rise further. And as I mentioned, you know, if you're spending more money servicing your mortgage, then you've got less money on everything else, uh, particularly in an environment where real wages growth is, is negative, that is inflation's higher than wages growth. And the RBA is expecting inflation to peak at around 7% later this year. It's probably a pretty brave person that's going to predict inflation to stop at 7%, do you think? Well, the thing with inflation, it means you know, ongoing price rises. So if prices go up and then they, they stop rising, that's uh, no longer inflation. But we've seen a lot of volatility in some of the key commodity markets, particularly oil, of course, with the price of petrol. A large part of that is due to the Russian invasion of Ukraine and particularly the sanctions on Russia. We've seen uh, disruptions to the global supply chain network as China is running this zero COVID policy and shutting down very large cities like Shanghai. So there's factors affecting inflation well beyond what monetary policy can affect. And here in Australia, I might add that the floods, including the most recent floods around Sydney, are going to, again, dramatically affect the price of food. So lots of things that are outside the control of the Reserve Bank, which uh, means the inflation number, as you said, is very difficult to forecast at this point in time. And Stephen, just finally, uh, coming back to those households which have already tightened their spend, the worry is that those households who don't have reserves and those rate hikes uh, just keep going, particularly if they're at the 50 mark, I mean, that's just got the potential to just push them over the cliff. Oh, yes, there certainly will be some households that are going to find these higher interest rates you know, very difficult to manage. Uh, in terms of you know, raising interest rates, the Reserve Bank wants to get demand down, and that's one of the ways that they can do it you know, through, unfortunately, putting some extra pressure on household balance sheets or household budgets. So it's going to be important for those people in that, that particular situation to you know, manage their budgets very carefully. The good news is the labour market's very strong. The unemployment rate is the lowest it's been since 1974. So, And we do expect the labour market to remain uh, relatively strong. So there are some positive offsets, but no doubt some households in Australia are going to find these higher interest rates very challenging. All right. Well, we'll leave it there. Thank you so much for coming on to the Real Estate Podcast this morning. Really appreciate it. And who wants to be an economist? How difficult is that job at the moment? Oh, it's a great job. I, uh, as I mentioned, I've done it for 36 years and I'm uh, really enjoying it, even, uh, even in this challenging environment. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.